Next on BYU Sports Nation, ranking the Furious Five opponents. Discord among the coaches poll and our rankings. Major leaguer Jacob Brugman returns to the program to discuss his first two months in the show. Plus running back Ula Tolutau on his transformation back into football shape. And a dog pile on Mo Longy. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Happy Friday, everyone. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. August 4th, wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up. With your New Hampshire tour guide, Jerem Jordan. New Hampshire, yes. This one time I was in a BYU church history class. We went and visited some sites back east as a part of the class for a week. We were in New Hampshire. We were passing a KFC and taking a left, and our professor gets on the intercom and goes, Do you see that KFC on the right side? That's where Joseph Smith lived when he had the surgery on his leg. Everyone's like, click, 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 click. That's my New Hampshire experience. <laughs> well, you can take people back to that historic site. Do you see the New Hampshire? <laughs> yeah, Baines giving the tornado. Yeah, Who knew that a KFC in New Hampshire hey! had so much history behind it? Bucket of chicken night. That's what I'm digging now tonight. I hate Bucket the of- colonel with his wee beady eyes. <laughs> Bucket of chicken night, baby. (laughs) Hey, bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Training camp practice number ocho happening as we speak. ESPN the ocho? Yes. Watch Facebook Live interviews at a new time today, Jerem. 1.15 p.m. Eastern. Oh, this is better for, uh, yeah, the wife likes this better than 8.15 Eastern. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Being home in the evening? We'll be there either way. There you go. Know, whatever. Hey, whatever time it is, if it were midnight, we would be there. We would be there. Yeah. And we do that for you. Yeah. 1.15 Eastern, 11.15 Mountain Time. Join us on Facebook Live, interviews, recaps. If you want to know the haps of BYU football training camp, then you need to be with us. We'll do a recap as well, so you're not going to miss a thing if you tune into that. It's awesome. Jamal Williams continues to impress at Packers training camp. ESPN writer Rob Domovsky says Williams is pushing projected starter Ty Montgomery. Williams' ability to block is setting him apart, and apparently something that Ty Montgomery is still learning. Remember that Montgomery was a wide receiver at Stanford and at Green Bay, and then last year they had some injuries and put him in at running back. And he excelled. He had, he had a 150-plus rushing game, if I recall, against somebody. And here comes Jamal Williams. Now, you have to wonder if the coach says Ty Montgomery's name specifically there to kind of call him out and get him rolling a little bit to motivate I don't, him. I don't know if this is just Rob Domovsky's observations or not. Uh, okay. Yeah, interesting. But Jamal Williams continues to impress the Packers coaching staff. Brennan Lund, former BYU baseballer, called up to double-A baseball. Yeah, baby. Playing for the Mobile Bay Bears, the Angels double-A affiliate. In his first game, two for four with a run and a six to four victory over the Mississippi Braves. Lund was batting 321 in 46 games in single A ball this season. And the BYU women's soccer team is ranked number eight in the preseason poll, according to the United Coaches. That used to be called the NSCAA, the National Soccer Coaches Association of America. The Cougars blue and white scrimmage is tomorrow night, 9 Eastern. You can listen to that on BYU Radio. Uh, at the newly renovated South Field. So if you're local, first time to check out the ladies, 
If not, you can listen to that on BYU Radio. You want to talk about an elite program? Lose two top 11 picks in the professional soccer draft and still show up in the top 10 the next year in the NCAA coaches poll. That's, that's actually reloading. That's it's pretty not impressive. the idea of it. It's actually doing Really it. impressive. Women's volleyball, too. Five straight sweet 16s. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Both of those teams just crushing it in fall sports consistently. Plenty of reason to rise and shout. Time for What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Ranking the Furious Five. The Amway Coaches Poll has done just that. Some of it to be expected. Some of the rankings for our Furious Five, not so much. In at number 10 in the Coaches Poll, the Wisconsin Badgers. Two spots back of Badgerville, whatever you want to call them. SEC Power LSU at number 12. Well, they used to be a power. Okay, now things get a little bit interesting in the Coaches Poll. Discord with our rankings and with Las Vegas projections. At number 25, the Utah Utes. Well, well, well. A team right now, Vegas, has projected to win six games. And that's up from five and a half. Okay, in this coaches poll, the coaches aren't actually voting most of the time. Wait, what, Jerem? What? The poll on the bottom lists out all the head coach names. It's the sports information directors generally, let's be honest. Like a coach, you think Ed Orgeron is sitting there going, who am I going to vote for in the poll? No, he's sitting there worrying about whether his defensive backs are ready to go in the season or whatever, right? So he may look at it and verify it. Is it him? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Utah's shocking to be in the top 25 there, given how much they lost. So if they actually reload and are in the top 25, hey, that's pretty good. That's very impressive. That would be impressive. The sports information directors and maybe a few coaches think that Utah will be a top 25 team at least to start the season. Four spots out. And, again, we're going through our Furious Five, the five teams we believe will be the toughest opponents for BYU on the 2017 schedule. Boise State up next. Four spots out. So at number 29, if they ranked the top 29. But it's a top 25 poll, so they don't. So they're just four spots out. And then Mississippi State's in there, but they're 14 spots out. Okay, BYU's 17 spots out. So, yeah, if you want to, and I like to make fun of this because it's called a top 25 poll. BYU's number 42 in the country. (laughs) No, they're not. They're out. Something that bothers Jerem quite a bit. It's a top 25 poll. BYU 17 spots out. You're not in. You're not in. The Furious Five, three of the Furious Five, ranked in the top 25. The other two receiving votes and in the top 40, hypothetically speaking. Boise State's typically a top 25 preseason team. Yeah. So that tells you what people think about the program right now is fringe top 25 yeah. program as yeah. opposed to in. But that's still a good place to be. BYU's 13 spots behind that. Now, you may have noticed BYU, unlike Utah, is not ranked, yet projected by South Point and Las Vegas to win 10 regular season games. What? That may have dropped down a that, little bit. That did drop. Uh, that officially dropped to nine. Okay, there you go. It's nine. It's not 10 anymore. Which suggests that a lot of people were feeling really, really ambitious about going to Las Vegas and making a bet. Taking the under. Under, yes. Mm-hmm. The key to winning 10 of 13 regular season games comes down to what we believe is BYU's necessity 
to win at least two yes. of the Furious Five games. So how would you rank BYU's Furious Five football games from easiest to hardest? That's our Twitter question today. Use the hashtag BYUSN at rgreenha. Wisconsin, LSU, Mississippi State, Utah, Boise State. Thank you for listening to us. Utah may be better than Mississippi State, but we have Utah at home. Wisconsin is legit top ten. Okay, Wisconsin, so, so Wisconsin is Yes, I, I agree with that. Mississippi State at number three. Now, in the coaches' poll, Mississippi State is the weakest of the Furious Five, right? But I agree. The SID with, poll, yeah. I agree with R. Greenhaw because of when and where that game is played on the schedule. Interesting. That's an interesting order. Wisconsin, LSU, Mississippi State, Utah, Boise State. What do you Donkey think? teeth. Okay. If you watch the Key and Peel skit. Our rankings, Jerem. Let's roll it out. Yeah, let's Number do it. five. Do this. Boise State. BYU, yes. last I checked, five and a half point favorite at home against the Broncos. Yeah, I think Boise State is the easiest game, although not easy, the easiest game to win. BYU's won the last two at home against Boise State. That that factors into this. Exactly. Tanner Mangum. Yeah, Mitchell Jurgens not on the squad, neither is Kainakua, but Tanner Mangum is, and he's one and oh against Donkey T. Recently, BYU has fared well against Boise State when the game is played in Provo, and it's in Provo in 2017. Number four, the Utah Utes. This would be – like, if this was just me ranking this, I might put Utah at five. What? I just think they lost a lot. But the six-in-a-row thing weighs on the psyche. That's why they're four. Because BYU hasn't won a game against Utah in just, quite a while. Yeah, I – BYU, it's a must-win for BYU. The Cougars are a three-point favorite over Utah at home. There's your home field. Which bit. means if you play it on a neutral field, it's pretty much it's dead probably even. a wash. Yeah. Number three, Mississippi State. Yeah, they're clearly – like, they are uh, – Utah and Boise State might be actually actual better teams than Mississippi State, but BYU plays Mississippi State on the road. In Starkville in October. Yeah. So BYU might be a little beat up from a brutal September. At that point. Well, because BYU, you're playing two top 12 teams in three weeks and your rival in the middle? Woo! That's brutal. Intense. How many times has BYU – I was thinking about this. I need to look this up. How many times has BYU played three power fives in a row and won the third game? Because yeah. that Wisconsin game is – Let's get all of the statisticians on that right now. Ralph Sokolowski, Cougar <laughs> Stats, go, 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 right now. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi State is the week after BYU hosts Boise State. So it's not like BYU has a cupcake before they play the Bulldogs. Dude, once BYU gets to the other five Mountain West, the other four, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier. Wow. Number two, and some of you might disagree with this, Wisconsin. BYU is a 10-point underdog in Provo. Okay, you said our on this. I don't actually think it's our because I think – I've been saying – the Wisconsin is the toughest team. To okay. Me. Yeah. So I think you'd LSU, put LSU at number two. I just think off. Yes. I think LSU is crazy tough. I just think Wisconsin's a better program. Wisconsin's been like top ten, top fifteen the last two years. Finished. LSU has not. For me, it's, LSU it, like LSU is a few years from being a national power. Okay. Like they're a top twenty program. Jeremy has called sure. an audible. He takes Wisconsin number one, LSU number two. Yeah. Now, really though. The only reason I put Wisconsin number two is because BYU benefits hosting them in Provo, whereas they have to go to Houston on September 2nd to play LSU essentially in their backyard. If we're going to give context to where it lands in the schedule. Well, we did for Mississippi State. We need to think about this with Wisconsin. 
I think that the Wisconsin game, I one, they're to me the hardest team. And you play LSU, physical, tough game. Utah, always physical and tough, but emotionally too, right? Sure. In a game you have to win, it's at home. The expectations that you win, you got you've lost six in a row. You have to win. Then you play Wisconsin, like physically and emotionally. It's going to be hard to have a full tank for that fourth game, and the third tough one. You're playing a top, maybe you're playing a top ten team. Like that is a legit. Squad. If BYU like a squad beats that Utah. could go to the playoff, if BYU beats Bowl. Utah, you don't think that Provo is going to be absolutely on fire with energy and emotion about a top ten team coming the next week? That only carries you for so long. It really does. Like, it'll carry you for a quarter. I'll take any advantage of BYU could get. I will. But, okay, so then if they lose by the same idea, you're in real trouble because you have a lot of negative energy. LSU. Okay. So I, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm really intimidated by that Wisconsin game. LSU essentially a two-touchdown favorite against BYU in NRG Stadium in Houston on September 2nd. Now, here's the thing about this Furious Five group These of fun. teams. fun games, man that might make you a little bit more nervous about what BYU is actually encountering in the approaching season. (laughs) Our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has a winning record against one of the Furious Five teams, and it is Mississippi State because BYU won that last year. I don't really care, though, about this stat. I don't. What what does Jim McMahon's 1980 win against Wisconsin have to do with this year's game? It has little to nothing to do, right? Wisconsin, BYU's 1-1. One one. They lost in 2013 at Camp Randall. Jim McMahon went up there and won in 1980. I, yes, yes, but whatever. BYU's 2-5 and five against Boise State, and they've lost six in a row to but Utah. But they're 2-0 oh at home. That factors in. But they're 2-0 oh at home, and there were no, players that played. Not 2-0 oh at home. They got blown out in 2003 against Boise State in Provo. Two and one at home. <laughs> the two wins are at home. That's sorry. That's the correct. Point I'm trying to make correct. Yes, and there and more importantly, there are actual players that have beaten Boise State that are still on the team. Woo! BYU winning the eighties. Like this is 2017. You got to live the Furious Make your own five. destiny. Is that a big deal or no deal? Maybe we should discuss that a little bit later. But let's just go coach mode, shall we, Jeremy? I know how much you love that on this show, coach mode, Bill Belichick style. Just take care of game number one. We'll just take care of game number one. Okay. Countdown to the Viking. 22 days. Happy Squally Canada, Philip Pomone Day. BYU football plays a game three weeks from tomorrow. Three Saturdays from tomorrow, there will be a college football game that actually counts for BYU. Oh, oh yeah. It's so <laughs> glorious. It Can't is wait. so glorious. Let's go. Let's just see what it, Okay, in a couple of these games, I just want to see. Let's just play and see what happens. Let's just get weird. Let's get crazy. LSU and Wisconsin, those are two tough games. BYU doesn't win those games. I won't be shocked, but I want to play those and just see. BYU has a better chance against LSU than Wisconsin, I think. Okay, okay. There's, there's, a, there's an Oklahoma vibe to that game. They're really 0-9. There's a real vibe there. We're going to show you some blind resumes of two of the Furious Five coming up in just a little bit that will shock you. I'm betting it will shock you on – which team BYU should beat out of these two blind resumes? Okay. So let's roll out number one. You tell us, which team in the Furious Five among these blind resumes should BYU beat? Yeah, and you have to answer at home. We're not going to see you, but we need you to speak out loud. Okay? Mystery team number one. This team finished with a losing record in 2016. Okay. 
BYU beat this team head-to-head last year. BYU has won a game on this team's home field. BYU has a winning record against this team. Well, if you pay attention to the stat of the day, you should know who this is. So clearly, BYU should win this game, right? All these things fact. It seems, hey, it seems like it. Right? Reveal the mystery team. Whoa, Mississippi State. I got a fever. I need some more cowbell for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Losing record last year. That's going to be a tough game. BYU beat them head to head. They have a winning record against them, and they've won on that field. Yet we feel like this is the third most difficult game BYU will play because of where and when it's played. They've won on that field. 0-1. Luke Staley breaks his leg in that game. That's the game. Oh, exercise the demons. I hate that game. Exercise the demons. Okay. Mystery team number two. This team finished with 10 wins in 2016. What? BYU lost to this team head-to-head last year. Mm-hmm. BYU has never won on this team's home field. Well, the color of this graphic is a little telling as well. And the Cougars <laughs> have a losing record against this team. Woof! Reveal mystery team number two. Ah, the Boise State Broncos. A.K.A. Donkey Teeth. And we feel confident despite all of those facts that we just presented, that BYU has the best chance of beating that team among the Furious Five. I'm telling you, they have a nickname, the Five, because they're hard. Boise State is the they're easiest, all, but it's not, it tough. ain't easy, man. They're all tough. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Hashtag BYUSN. Rank the Furious Five from easiest to hardest. That B-Royal Blue Coog, hardest Wisconsin, harder LSU, hard Mississippi State, easier Utah, <laughs> easiest. Boise State. Not the order I thought it would be two months ago. Yeah, it changes. One of our former Cougars tearing it up in the minors. And we'll talk to Jacob Brugman in the majors right after this. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation on a Friday simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio Conversation rolling right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We will, we will be live in a little under an hour at this point, 1.15 Eastern Time, live from the Student Athlete Building, the outdoor practice field from football training camp, practice eight number to, uh, eight today, facebook.com slash BYU TV Sports. We will have Facebook Live interviews coming up. You can always catch those on demand. If you missed those, that's coming up at 115 Eastern. How would you rank BYU's Furious Five college football games from easiest to hardest? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Tell us what you think about the Cougars and what they will face. That Greg Rosenhan tweets in number one LSU, hardest, followed by Wisconsin, Utah at three, rivalries are unpredictable, Mississippi State four, Boise State five. So he is almost exactly in line with what the sports information directors and maybe a few coaches voted in the yes, Amway coaches poll. coaches poll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Hashtag BYUSN. It's time now that we transition into the show. Hardball. Major League Baseball. We spoke with Oakland A's center fielder and standout BYU baseball alumnus Jacob Brugman yesterday about his recent life along the Major League Trail. Batting 275, three home runs, and ready for more. Jacob, the reaction of you in the dugout after your first Major League home run honestly is one of my favorite videos of the year. What was that experience like for you? Oh, it was crazy. Um, just trying to soak it all in at that, at that split second. And it's, it's hard to, to really enjoy it when the game's going so fast. But, 
you know, it's it's a good thing that we have these gifts now that I can go back and look at those videos. Well, every time you hit a home run, the Oakland A's send out that gif. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. For those who missed it, describe the home run and then tell us what was going through your mind as that happened. Um, the first homer? Yes. Um, it was just a 2-0 pitch, I remember, and uh, I was in Chicago playing the White Sox, um, and I got a good pitch, and I just was just trying to hit it as hard as I could, and Thankfully, I got under it enough, and it got just over the fence enough. <laughs> and when that ball clears the fence, what's that feeling like? Well, for your first one, I mean, I've been talking about it for or however many at-bats it took, but I was just like, man, I wish I had that a home run. Like, that'd be so cool to have a home run in the big leagues and be able to run around the bases. And and when it happened, it happened so fast that, you know, it's it's hard to remember everything. But the feeling was just like, man, I really just did that, huh? And you just trying to soak it in. Did you get the ball? Oh, yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Yep. You've now hit yep. three home runs in your major league career on a nice little tear at the plate, hitting 275 right now. How much of an adjustment is it hitting in the big leagues compared to one step lower in AAA baseball? It's a, it's a pretty big adjustment. Uh, the way I see it is there's the guys in AAA, like the, the good guys in AAA you face are, you know, their starters and a couple in the bullpen, but there's there's mixed in in the AAA rosters some guys that you could hit. You know they're not they're just kind of in limbo. But in the big leagues, those top guys that you face in AAA, every one of them are in the big leagues. So there's no guy that you're like, oh, I can hit this guy. You know he's easy. They're all tough. Um, so it's a huge adjustment where you got to just have your 100% focus every at-bat of every game. Can't take anything off. Who's the toughest pitcher you've faced thus far? Oh, man, I should be thinking about this. Um, you know, a lot of them are tough. Um, but there's some more just frustrating than others. Not so much tough, but, like, frustrating. Like, they have stuff you can hit, but you can't hit it. You know what I mean? It's... Just kind of the way they pitch, they have some good movement, but they know how to pitch, and that's that's a tough at bat. Um, I know Tanaka for the Yankees was tough like that, and um, uh, I'd have to go back and think about it to find my toughest at bat. You hit a home run off of Bartolo Colon, who was like one of the ageless wonders, the eighth wonder of the baseball world, if you will. And there <laughs> yeah. were some funny tweets that came out about your age compared to his. What was that uh-huh. like? That was funny. I guess I was five years old when he was a rookie. <laughs> uh, was so, I mean, I don't know. I think it's more impressive on his side that he's still pitching at his age, you know, and not the fact that I hit it off him. <laughs> So it's uh, it was just fun and experience in itself. It was just um, I was excited to be up there and get to face him, and because I know he's a you know big time player, and I've been watching him for so long that it's just kind of surreal to be up there and looking back at him. <laughs> what are some of the parks that you've been to that maybe you hadn't been to that you got to play in and you thought, hey, this is pretty cool? Oh, all of them. They're they're so cool. Uh, the stadiums are so sweet, uh, and they look different in person than on TV, I think. Uh, a lot of them look, size-wise, look a little different, especially when you're in the outfield, center field, looking up. It's a, it's a different view from, from you know, the TV. So 
they're all pretty cool. Um, Houston was awesome, and Seattle was really cool. Those are my two right now. I'm a Mariners guy. I'm an A's guy with you, but I'm a Mariners guy, so I appreciate you mentioning Safeco Field. I appreciate that, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jacob, opening up uh, a three-game series with the Angels here uh, not too far away, uh, the center field matchup is intriguing because it's you and, and Mike Trout. This Did- is one we've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm aware he's there. Um, so it's going to be a fun series. Hopefully um, I could, uh, we could have a good series all together and get some wins. Um, it's just going to be fun to play on the same field as people that you look up to and, and that you know are going to give a good game. So it's going to be a fun battle. What's the culture of the clubhouse like with the Oakland A's right now? We're good. We're always good. Uh, Our organization is pretty laid back. Um, Not too many rules. Uh, So we we like to keep it light, and uh, we don't let much of the outside stuff affect our team and our our, uh, camaraderie. And, you know, it's just we just have fun and go out and do our business. That's basically what we do every day. We can't complain. At this point, what are you used to in the majors? Uh, I'm getting used to the the private flights, uh, getting <laughs> used to the hotels. Um, you know, just getting used to the being around the guys and the whole the the way it all works. Really, it's, uh, the the more time you have up here, the easier and more comfortable it gets. So, you know, just has all the, of it. Has the stuff on the field been easier than the stuff off the field or vice versa, getting used to that stuff? Um, I would say get, the stuff on the field was a little harder to get used to just because it's a different game. It's just tough and, um, you know, it's a battle every day. Um, just making those quick adjustments in the game is, is, a, is a big step. So the stuff off the field, that comes quick after a few days. You know, you get used to all that and, not. Oakland A's center field rookie Jacob Brugman with us on BYU Sports Nation. You don't have much time off during the baseball season, 162 games. It is grueling. It's a grind. But what do you do with that limited downtime? Oh, um, sleep in, hang out with your kids all day. Um, and it's. I love a lazy day. I love waking up whenever I wake up and going to get a nice meal and enjoying the day, maybe go to the pool with the kids. Um, I know we were in Anaheim one time, so we went to Disneyland. So, nice. Um, you know, just I like to keep it light and relaxed. So you, let's say you've got a 7 o'clock game. What's, what's your typical routine like, let's say, on a road game where maybe your family's not with you? What's a typical day like? Um, usually – Depends on the city we're in, if it's worth waking up to go out and explore. But normal day, wake up probably around 11, 12, get some breakfast, go to the field right away. Are you getting out of a car? Um, no, I'm in a car just uh, ready to head down to our game. So Very nice. Yeah, get in yeah. safely. We don't want to uh, have any accidents. <laughs> and continue. Yeah, you, were, you were saying, yeah, in the afternoon. <clears throat> Just uh, just maybe get a nice breakfast or brunch for other people um, and go to the field and, and get ready for the game. Really just do a lot of warm-up and 
um, relaxed time just to get ready so you're not rushed and, uh, you know, get ready for the game. I know that Mike Littlewood is really invested in all of his guys, and especially those that are continuing with professional baseball careers, watches you guys often, contacts you. What are those interactions like with Mike Littlewood right now? It's awesome. I, I'm, he's a really good guy. You know, he does keep in contact. We He'll send a text here and there about um, one of my games, and, you know, if I did well one day, he'll send a text. And that's really nice to have. It's, it's just a good support system, and, um, it's just a good all-around feeling. Well, hopefully you get back to uh, take advantage of his heated turf field at some point because yeah. I know he's been uh, sending pictures out on Twitter of that just about every day. Yes, I've been seeing it. I look forward to seeing it. It looks really cool right now. So Fantastic. Jacob, congratulations, man. It's a, it's a thrill to talk to you. We're enjoying watching you succeed at the major league level. Uh, take some BYU Sports Nation karma with you, and good luck uh, in your approaching series. All right. Thank you very much. Jacob Brugman on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. He's such an unassuming major leaguer, right? Just so down to earth. Like, you're starting for the Oakland A's, and you're about to face off against Mike Trout in the center field matchup for the ages. Yeah, that's the center field matchup we've been waiting for. (laughs) Brugman versus Trout. Hey, add Cougar stats delivered, by the way. Oh, with what? With what? Three power fives in a row. What's BYU's records? Okay. I'll tell you after the break. That's my secret. Are people going to like this? No. Okay. You're not going to like it. That's where Wisconsin is. (laughs) Coming up, one-on-one with BYU's future bruiser, Ula Tolutau. How did he get back in shape? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Happy Friday once again. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. And if you can't get enough there, then join us on Facebook Live coming up in about 40 minutes. On demand includes uh, one of our fantastic programs here. It's called After Further Review. It's where... Football guys break down football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just talking football with the guys. Yeah, Tuesday, 7 Eastern football time. And it's on demand. You can uh, download the app and enjoy. Okay. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. Training camp practice for BYU football number eight happening right now. As I mentioned, Facebook Live interviews coming up at 115 Eastern, 1115 Mountain in approximately 40 minutes and 20 seconds. Again, that's approximate. Join Jerem and myself. Also, we'll have the recap. Sound, that sounded very specific, not approximate. Okay. Yes. Well, that's what that's the joke of it, right? Oh, I wasn't. I would okay. love to be on the on the inside of a joke. <laughs> I'd love to be part of an inside joke I, one I day. I want to. Michael Scott, <laughs> Abraham Lee. We'll have your recap from practice. <laughs> Jamal Williams continues to impress, approximately at Packers training camp. ESPN writer Rob Domovsky says Williams is pushing projected starter Ty Montgomery is. Blocking and setting him apart, apparently something that Montgomery's still learning. Yeah, I wonder if that's just Rob Domofsky's observation like you wondered, or if a coach actually told him that. That's interesting. I know, no. Brennan Lund, representing the Batcats in the minor leagues, called it to double-A baseball, playing for the Mobile Bay Bears. He went two for four in his first game at double-A ball in a six-to-four win over the Mississippi Braves. Lund, before he got to Mobile, batting 321 in 46 games 
for the Inland Empire 66ers in single A this season. The Bay Bears. BYU women's soccer ranked number eight in the preseason poll, according to the United Coaches Top 25 poll. The United Coaches rebranding from NSCAA. Blue and white scrimmage tomorrow night, 9 Eastern. You can listen to it on the BYU radio. The last time we spoke with running back Ula Tolutau as part of our BYU Sports Nation coverage, it was Cinco de Mayo. And I remember that. That was a fun show. He donned one of our fantastic Mexican party hats. Yeah. Well, now it's time to catch up with the big bruising running back again after a very long offseason involving a lot of hard work, mostly on Ula's part, certainly not talking about ourselves. One-on-one with the freshman running back, Ula Tolutau. How did he get himself into game shape as he approaches his first season as a BYU Cougar? Ula, it feels like a long time between spring football and now fall camp and everything I've heard from your running backs coach, Reno Mahe. And believe it or not, he's complimentary of you. Yeah. He says you've worked really hard over the summer to get yourself in football shape. What did that entail? What was, what was your summer like? Um, it, it was definitely good. It was uh, definitely a stretch to, to shed those pounds. You know, everyone's been knowing that. You know, I've been trying to shed those mission pounds, and it's, it's come to a success. I'm not where I'm at right where I'm supposed to be, but, hey, we're close. So, I mean, I give all the credit to the training staff that's been helping me out with my diet and all that. So everything's going, been going good. Where do you want to get better the most right now as a BYU running back? BYU running back? Uh, definitely just I want to increase my speed um, and um, definitely uh, learning how to run like zone. You know, I'm used to just hitting hitting a hole and kind of running a track. Um, over here, we're, we're taught like just to be patient. And once you see the hole, so this is what Reno teaches us. It's a fast, slow to, fast through, which means slow to the hole until you see it. And faster, you know, that's the, um, it's one of the biggest things I've been working on this year is being patient, coming out of the backfield and seeing the hole and then shooting. Do you prefer to run past people or run over people? Um, if they're in my way, there's, there's, it's either me or him. But if, if they're not, then it's a foot race. It's a foot race. What's the running back's room like with Reno Mahe and Squally Canada and KJ Hall and all of those personalities. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, you never know what you're gonna expect. I mean, we're all different. We all come from different places. I mean, it's it's just. I don't know. Whatever happens in that room, just how to not explain it. It's just it's just all fun. It's fun. It's fun in that room. Let's talk about the offensive line now. Um, hasn't been a ton of noise about the offensive line, although T. John is very loud all practice. Uh, what is the best part about running behind your current offensive line? I mean, it's good. I mean, these, these boys are bigger than me. So you, uh, that, that's what you kind of like to see. And, like, I mean, I love the offensive line. I tell them every day it starts, it starts up front. It starts up front. If the offensive line is not going, then we can't get the, get the offense going. So, yeah. Who, who talks the most on the offensive line? Uh, T. John, Tooney. It's Tooney's birthday every day, so. It's Tooney's birthday every day? Yeah. How does that work? Um, we just go, and Tooney says, hey, it's my birthday. So <laughs> everyone says, yep, we got to play hard for Tooney's birthday. So we play. <laughs> does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it works. I mean, it gets us excited, and we compete with the defense. So, What are you seeing from your quarterback, Tanner Mangum, that makes you feel like, hey, this guy's he's got some stuff? Oh, like he, man, he's the mastermind of the offense. I mean, it starts with him, you know, like if – like, he knows what we're supposed to do, where we're supposed to go, like, how we're supposed to line up. So he, he's, he's got it up here. So 
hopefully one day I, I could get this office down, get the plays down. I'm still learning, so that'd be good. All right, we'll, we'll uh, go ahead and finish with just a, an overall question about your coaching staff. Why did you feel like BYU is the place for me and these are the coaches that I have to play for? Um, it, it came down to, like, well, on my visit, like I, I told, I don't know who I told over there, but uh, it came down to my visit. I, I came with my visit, my whole family. I saw the expressions on my mom and dad every day, and it just felt good. And now that I'm here, I mean, I'm seeing it, like, front row, like how the coaches are. It's all love and care, and that's what you want. That's what you want for, out of college, right? And so the environment's good. I'm having fun. I love the players. I love the fans. I love BYU. What does that do for you when you know that your coaches love you? Like, what, what does that do to you emotionally? Um, it just knows that, like, if, if you need help, like, if you have something, like, you can just go to them. Just be open. And, it, like, I don't know. Like, that's what, that's what it does to me. So, like. Do you play harder for someone like that? It, it does. And it, it, like, makes me, like, like for, especially, like, for all the coaches, but Coach Kalani, like, the stuff he's done for us, like, it just makes you want, it just motivates you just to, you know, eat, I mean, lift a little more, run a little more. You know, just sacrifice those little things to get better. Whether you're running through people or past people, we wish you the best of luck, Willa. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun ride. So, excited. Ula Tolutel, freshman running back for BYU, says he's not quite where he wants to be weight-wise, but he's close. Last we heard, he was right around the 250 mark. So I wonder what the, t- the target destination is. Well, Reno Mahe, the running backs coach, told us he's not worried about his weight as much as he is his BMI, his body mass index. Yeah, the, the body fat percentage. And he looks a lot stronger than he did in spring. He can dance, man. Like, he must have taken a ballroom dance class summer semester. Got some quick that feet. Du- that dude's got, got quick feet. Got some quick got feet. Got great Cuban action. Also, it's Tooney Kanuch's birthday every day. Every Who day, knew? apparently. We should say happy birthday to him today. Happy birthday, happy Tooney. Happy birthday. And he'll be like, oh, you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> Up next, Jerem reveals our Cougar stats spectacular. What's BYU's record against Power 5 teams in that third game when they play three P5s in a row? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play, our daily rebroadcast, including the Friday night rebroadcast, airs at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We will be live in half an hour at 1.15 Eastern time with Facebook Live interviews from BYU football practice. Go to the Facebook page, BYU TV Sports. We will be live in 30 minutes at 1.15 Eastern time. How would you rank BYU's Furious 5 college football games from hardest to easiest at JSN Shep? Shep! Tweets in, number one, Wisconsin, number two, LSU, number three, Utah, number four, Boise State, and number five, Mississippi State. That's exactly how he wrote it. Man, there are a lot of characters in there. How do you fit them (laughs) on there? That's crazy. We mentioned Cougar Stats, okay? So we we summon, hey, does Cougar Stats know that? Yeah, Cougar Stats delivers, okay? They're like UPS. They're awesome. Okay, here's the context. So when BYU plays three Power 5 teams in a row. Which they do this year. What's BYU's record in game one, game two, game three, okay? BYU's done it seven different seasons. In fact, last year, play, BYU played four Power Fives in a row. In game one, BYU's four and three. They do just fine. Okay? Game one is LSU. Mm. Interesting. Game two, BYU's two and five. Uh-oh. Game three, BYU's one and six. Oh, boy. It gets progressively harder to play Power Fives in a row. You want to know what it's like to play in a Power Five conference? That. That. It's hard. It's hard. It BYU really, it's really plays hard. two of those three Power Five teams in Provo. That helps. 
For sure. For sure. Utah. The one in six in game three. That's the Wisconsin game. That's why I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That third game is hard. Even if it was just mediocre power five, let alone top ten power five Wisconsin. Top That's hard. It's hard. It'll be a tough game. Listen, I want Wisconsin to be undefeated when they come to Provo. They absolutely will be. In fact, one of those wins is going to be against Utah Utah State. State. In the opener, our boy Adam Amin on the call. They play Utah State and Florida Atlantic. Your your Badgers will be 2-0. And ranked probably 8 or 9. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be a top 10 team when they come to Let's Provo. Let's go. Let's sports. Love it. Also, I just realized, I'm not sure I mentioned why I brought up you as a New Hampshire tour guide off the top of the show. <laughs> oh, BYU 50 today is in New Hampshire. Tomorrow it's in Utah, and we're involved, by the way. We're I was excited. so fascinated by your story about KFC in New Hampshire that I was like, I totally forgot that BYU 50 is, that's why we're, we're talking about New Hampshire. You love a good Joseph Smith KFC story, don't you? <laughs> you know you do. This, this is a it's the only one you've Friday. ever heard. It's time, Jerem. It's time that we break away from the KFC in New Hampshire <laughs> and play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. Pretty simple here. If you're new to the program, we throw out a situation. Jerem and I discuss and decide if it's a big deal or no deal. Number one. All right, a Jerem special. Big deal, no deal. BYU is receiving votes and sits 17 spots out of the top 25. 17 is your lucky number, Jerem, right? 17 plus? That's what <laughs> BYU is at. No deal. It's nice to get some votes, but if you're not in the top 25 or, or real close, then it mattereth not. See, I say big deal because it's, it's any context to be receiving votes. It, it, really? With you're, App State? You're, be, you're being thought of. You're being thought of, okay? You're not in. We didn't get into the party. We're just I like, didn't say it was as big of a deal as being in. I just think it's like, would you rather the BYU is receiving no votes? Oh, of course I want them to have votes. So it's kind of a big deal. It's the biggest deal when you're in the top 25. <laughs> don't, in the don't. SID poll. <laughs> Sweet. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> well, I didn't look at you at all. That's the, <laughs> what you didn't like. Number two. Close my eyes. Big deal, no deal. Utah is ranked 25th in the coaches' poll. Oh, no! I actually think this is a big deal because there's such a disparity between what Vegas thinks and what the SIDs think, a.k.a. the coaches. I think that's kind of a big deal. They start as a preseason top 25 team in the coaches' poll. I actually give more credence to the AP poll than I do the coaches' poll. The writers. Because the writers are watching all of college football, yes. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I say this is a big deal because it adds context to the game, right? Yeah, yeah. If Utah comes, it's just schedule? another layer. Like Utah, okay, 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 will be unbeaten. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll be, be a ranked. Ra- they're playing North Dakota, and then they're playing Brigham, and they ha- play on a Thursday against North Dakota. Yeah, it's so not, North, not North days. Dakota State. North yeah, Dakota, not the big bison, difference. The Bison, big difference. North Dakota, the. Whatever they are. So the Utah, Fighting Hawks. Utah likely ah! will be ranked in at least one poll. We yeah. don't know the AP poll until later this month. They'll be ranked in at least one poll when they come to Pro Bowl. It adds context to an already juicy game. I yeah. love it. Yeah, baby. Big deal. Number three. Big deal, no deal. BYU has a winning record against just one of the Furious Five teams. You already answered this. No deal. What is, what is like, the game from 1980 with Jim McMahon beating Wisconsin in Wisconsin have anything to do with? This year's team. It has nothing to do with it. We've gone in there and we've won. Well, yeah, if you have the greatest quarterback in program history, yes. 
Yeah, it does. So this is no context deal. Tough. This is no deal. Like, I, I wish BYU had a better record against these five teams. They never played LSU. One and one against Wisconsin. The one I am concerned about, Boise State, two and five. BYU needs to make that record better. Yes, but the BYU's two and one in Provo against Donkey Teeth. The two wins have come in Provo, and this year's game is in Provo. So, yeah, no no deal. Number four. Big deal, no deal. BYU has three preseason top 25 opponents on its schedule. I think this is a big deal. This is where you want to be if you're BYU football and Tom Homo scheduling. You want three teams going in. I don't think you want four or five. I think that's too tough. I think that three is good. It's a good amount to have on the schedule. Depending on what happens with Mississippi State and Boise State, when BYU plays them further down the road in October, those teams could potentially be ranked too. So three preseason, BYU might play five ranked teams. No kidding. This is a big deal. That's fun. The more context, the better. The more opportunity to wow the nation, right? Number five. Big deal, no deal. Jamal Williams practicing with the ones. Yeah, you're not going to start if you never practice with the ones. So if Jamal Williams is practicing with the ones, that is a big deal. He's doing his job perfectly in Packers training camp. He's putting himself in a position to get some serious run. Yeah, to be noticed by coaches and even Sir the Sir Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Hey, sir. Sir. Sir, what, what, are you, what are you running? What's, what's your route? Uh, the swing pass, sir. Sir. <laughs> he told us that the other day. This is a big deal. Jamal Williams making a name for himself very early in Packers training camp. They, we knew they liked him because they drafted him. But, hey, to push Ty Montgomery as potential starter, you bet this is a big deal. Number six. Last one. Big deal, no deal. Mo Longy at the bottom of a dog pile? So Mike Empey, the offensive line coach, tweeted out a video that we're showing you on BYU TV. We tweeted it out as well. Mo Longy is dragged to the ground, and then the whole offensive line just jumps on him in a dog pile in a welcoming, friendly manner. And it was funny because some of the de- other defensive linemen were like, is this a fight? So, <laughs> so a few of them come over, and the other guys are like, no, 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 we're just giving him a hard time. It's funny. Like one guy starts pushing some of the old linemen. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, what did Mike Empey say? Like, surprise attack. I go big deal, obviously, with all those big guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the angle of the guys that thought it was a fight. It's no deal. Just calm down. It's Isn't okay. it funny? It's okay. Oh, it's hilarious. On the D line, like, hey, hey, there's two guy in there. That's our guy. There are two teams, the defense and the offense, in fall I camp. I love that the O line's like, no, we're going to, okay, talk about talk about how would you rank BYU's Furious 5 college football games from hardest to easiest at CL underscore living? Utah, 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 Utah. See the repeated pattern here? We're going to whip it next. What's the latest with the Cougars and the Miners? Things are good. Big Deal, No Deal on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Brady Industries. Clean solutions, a tradition for generations. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, one-on-one with the bruising running back, freshman Ula Tolutau. Yes. <laughs> Madden 94. <laughs> That's what we'll play next. Red, red, blue! <laughs> 90s. Also, thanks to Jacob Brugman, major leaguer with the Oakland A's. Representing BYU. You missed any of today's show? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Training camp practice number eight is happening as we speak. Watch Facebook Live interviews in 20 minutes at 1.15 Eastern time soon after the show. Cougars in the NFL. Jay Ma Williams impressing at Packers training camp. ESPN writer Rob Domofsky says Williams pushing projected starter Ty Montgomery. His ability to block setting him apart and apparently something that Ty Montgomery is still learning. 
Soccer. UAE Women's Soccer, number eight in the United Coaches preseason top 25 poll. United Coaches rebranding from the NSCAA, previously known. Cougars blue and white scrimmage tomorrow night, 9 Eastern at the newly renovated South Field. Ashley Hatch and the North Carolina Courage face the Seattle Rain tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern. Cougars in the minors. Brendan Lund was called up to double A, plays for the Mobile Bay Bears. He went two for four with a run and a 6 fall win over the Mississippi Braves. Last night, Lund was batting 321 in 46 games in single A this season. Maverick Buffalo pitched an inning for the Gulf Coast League Blue Jays, striking out two in a 7-2 win over the GCL Tigers East. He must be a reliever now. Colton Shaver went one for five with an RBI for the Tri-City Valley Cats. In a 3-1 win over the Brooklyn. There it is. Over the Brooklyn Cyclones. Baseball. Riley Gates. Pitched an inning, giving up a hit and striking out two and a 12-5 loss for the Wareham Gateman against the Bourne Braves in the Cape Cod League. And Daniel Schneeman went 2-4 with two runs. Keaton Kringlin, 2-5 with two RBIs and two runs. And a 7-5 win for the St. Cloud Rock Rocks. Cougars in the association. Jen Hampson repping the WNBA. Playing for the Indiana Fever. They take on the Chicago Sky tomorrow at 7 Eastern. Golf. And two Cougars remain at the women's Utah State Amateur. Annie Yang and Anna Kennedy are facing off against each other in match play. Kendra Dalton was eliminated in the quarterfinal. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Thanks to Mike Empey for having a uh, dog pile with O-line on Mo Lange. That's just funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's just really funny. And to those defensive linemen who initially hey. were trying to defend their boys. You love it. You love it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh. How would you rank BYU's Furious Five college football games from hardest to easiest? Add away Cougs with our elite tweet of the day. Excuse me, at ZS0RBI13N. <laughs> LSU, Wisconsin, Mississippi State, Boise State, Portland State, Tooele High School, Lehigh Flag Football, number eight, Utah. Come on! The conversation continues 24 7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Hey, watch out for Tooele High School, man. Buffalo's <laughs> they'll they'll get you. It. The Buffaloes? <laughs> Download the podcast on iTunes for Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Elwin Lance. We'll see you on Facebook Live.